Welcome to The Real 7 Show. As always, this podcast will be completely raw, unfiltered, and uncensored. In this episode, we discuss the 15-minute cities, everything that has to do with them, and how it's going to become problematic for society. This is something you guys want to listen to? Give this podcast a check. You ready? Here we go. Welcome back to another episode of The Real 7 Show with me, your host, Eric Anderson. Now guys, there's been a lot going on over the last week or so. I know that people have been uh, you know, asking when another episode is going to drop, and um, here we are. <laughs> but the reason that I've been taking some time away is I've just been trying to really work on the, you know, the, the, the structure of this brand, the structure of the platform that I'm building. Um, and it takes a lot of work, man. I'm a one man show. I'm a dude with, uh, you know, wife, kids, a couple businesses and, uh, you know, I'm active in, in all of them. And while trying to grow this thing and, you know, it's it's still got to, you know, hunt fish. Um, I got chickens, dogs, all just the, the, the whole works, man. There's, there's not enough hours in the day for me to do everything that I like to do. So I have to kind of intelligently put things um, in certain places and, and make it work. Um, so with that being said, I, uh, kind of go over a little bit with you guys of, you know, where, where I've been and, you know, what I've been up to and kind of where I'm at with everything. And, um, so I guess we'll start with the fact that, uh, I started up a Rumble account, and I'm going to make sure that all of this now, all of the video for the podcast is available on Rumble for you guys as well. I know that there's a lot of people have been asking for the, you know, the the video, and it's not something that I've been able to offer up until recently. So I'm going to definitely get this onto Rumble. Make sure you tell everyone to follow the Rumble. Make sure you share it with everybody on your platforms. Let them all know that the Rumble is live, and then you guys will have access to these podcasts. You guys will be able to. Uh, you know, watch this and, uh, you know, hopefully you guys enjoy everything that I've built and, and all of the support has been just overwhelming, man. Obviously, um, you know, you get the odd hater because they exist and if you don't have any, you're probably not doing it right. But, uh, overall, man, the support has been nothing shy of, you know, super overwhelming and, it's it's because of you guys, man, that I'm able to continually do this. You guys are the, you know, the the driving factor to to the you know continual efforts that uh, get put into here. All the feedback and and all of the lives that I'm able to change by doing all the things that I do. And uh, don't ever think that it's just a podcast that we do, man. We we really try to change a lot of lives in person. That's one of my favorite things to do is to you know really really make a difference in the world man i know that everybody likes these podcasts and such uh, and likes to create them just to kind of talk and get themselves out in the media and whatever but nobody's actually doing i wouldn't say nobody but most of them aren't doing anything in person to truly affect you know those around them and that is something that you know i've i've been able to achieve i've been able to achieve that and do it on a regular basis and uh, all of it free of charge 
And now building the platform is nice because I can, I can start charging a little bit for, you know, my time and my effort and all the initial investment. I mean, nothing's cheap, nothing's free. Um, you know, I'm not made of money. I'm certainly not poor. I'm certainly not rich, but, uh, you know, definitely putting together this production. I've never in years asked for a dime. So, uh, like somebody else said to me recently, man, like your, your content is valuable. Your time is valuable. Uh, the same way that you do it in all of your businesses and, and you wouldn't, you know, go to somebody to do a job for free. Uh, you shouldn't be doing this for free either. But for me, it's never been about the money. However, the platforms that, uh, you know, I'm kind of opening up to do have subscription bases. I just got onto Rockfin. Uh, thing I like about Rockfin is they don't just allow anybody in. It's better if you get a referral and then you're able to kind of you know, work within the company. So Rockfin is basically going to get rid of YouTube and uh, I believe they're structured a little bit like Rumble, but is a subscription basis. So you basically subscribe to the channel. Uh, there's a small fee involved. And then you get, uh, you know, access to all of the, you know, all of my premium content that I'm going to be creating. You'll have access to all of these episodes that I'll be uploading. Um and all of the, you know, all of the etymology, I'll do a bunch of that. Um, I'll be doing a whole bunch of like language manipulation and, and a lot about the, you know, the, the inner workings of the world and all that kind of stuff, man. I'm working on learning, you know, video editing software. It's just, it, it's a lot. It's a lot, but we're moving. I'm not complaining. I would much rather be in the position that I'm in than uh, to be one of these people that's just, you know, screaming into the ether for absolutely no reason. Now, from the, probably one of the most exciting developments over the last couple weeks and i know it's taken a while guys just bear with me i uh, just always you know full transparency it's always how i've been it's always about integrity and transparency with me so this is exactly what you will get now i've been working with a company called trollco it's the one that sells these hats here these you know dirty hands clean money um i love them man it's a, it's a blue collar company you know i support the people in the skilled trades the veterans um, there's there, you know, during the last three years, they weren't, you know, shoving mandates up anybody's ass. Uh, so I got a lot of respect for them for holding their own and, you know, not, uh, not forcing anybody into anything that they don't want to be a part of. Um, and I really, it's really admirable. And, uh, it's a company that I started ordering their stuff last summer, I believe. So almost a year now, um, that I've been ordering, you know, their hats and their clothing. And that was just because of the message that was, you know, portrayed on the clothing. And uh, for them to have reached out is, it's it's wild, man. It's it truly is wild that uh, you know to have them reach out and kind of ask me to be part of their little family. And I must say, man, the the other ambassadors are are very very welcoming, um, dude. Everybody was super cool as soon as I got in there. You got uh, you got people from all you know walks of life, you know, different men, women, all in the trades, all different trades. So there's all some great content out there for you guys to watch, man. Just uh, I'll be promoting them a lot up in my stories on my Instagram. Obviously, Instagram is where I'm the most prevalent and trying to make sure that that audience can kind of get dispersed out into the new platforms and we can start to build the real seven show family and start to turn it into, uh, you know, start to create something, create something for you know, to, to leave for the world later on. I think that, uh, you know, our children require, you know, the, the, the sane ones voices <laughs> now more than ever. So with all that being said, man, just thank you guys again for all of the support that you guys have given me. I, uh, every single morning I wake up and I tell myself that I'm grateful. And, and part of, you know, me saying that I'm grateful is, is you guys allowing me to do what I do. And, uh, it's just super cool, man. I'm, I'm super stoked and, and blessed the way things are going. And, 
I wouldn't have it any other way. As tricky as it is to juggle everything, man, I uh, most definitely wouldn't have this any other way. So I guess we uh, we might as well kind of talk about what we came here to talk about and give you guys the goods. We'll give you the goods. So I don't know if everybody's noticed, but there are these things called 15-minute cities. And once again, once again, the news is doing what they do and, and trying to... They're, they're basically trying to jump ahead of the issue itself by already claiming it a conspiracy theory, just like everything else. Conspiracy theory off the hop, not real at all, must be a conspiracy. People are talking about it, and they're trying to say that, oh, people are calling it prisons, and that's what it is. That's exactly what the fuck it is. So I got a couple videos queued up for you guys here that we can uh, kind of listen to. Um, and, you know, now that you have the visuals, you can kind of watch exactly what I'm playing. And uh, let's hear what this lady has to say about them. They're coming after your land and they're going to start 15 minute cities and their slogan is just transition. Where did that come from? Well, it comes from a group. Mm. Do you guys notice that every single time that they come up with something new, they always have very, very similar terminology. Do you notice that everything that has happened has been about transitioning, especially when it comes to the youth and sex changes and all that shit? Do you see how they, they, they always have very, very similar language? It's interesting, isn't it? Group called the C40, Cities 40. They are trying to make certain cities, almost all major cities in the world, 15-minute cities. And for us rural folks, they have planned to land grab. How will they do this? They are starting to make changes in our land use bylaws without our knowledge, without any votes or anything. How many times has this happened over the last three years? Ask yourself how many times this happened. How many times have you seen these elected elected officials, right, go and slide something, you know, whether it be during the nighttime, which is like the most fucking sleazy thing you can do, and then they just force it through. They don't tell anybody. They've done this like four or five times in the last couple of years, and this is exactly how they do what they want to do and do not require any of your consent or your votes to do anything. They're going to do what they want, how they want to do it, regardless of what you think or say, and now they're starting to change the bylaws for your land. This is a time to get involved because they have not passed this yet and they want to pass it September this year. Everybody in rural communities, everyone in large cities, start calling your mayors, start calling your MLAs and asking them what are the changes that they want to make to the land use bylaws so that we know because this is what they're going to put in there. They're going to make slight changes that don't really make sense, but you will have to watch that in case of emergencies or lockdowns or climate lockdowns, what are they allowed to do to your land? Those of you who think that this is a conspiracy theory, this is already happening in the Netherlands with the farm protests and those of you who really think that we're out to lunch remember 2020 when you were just touting oh it's only two weeks to flatten the curve yeah how did that work out yeah then it was like two fucking weeks to flatten the entire economy of the world and then remember when you were saying it's safe and effective yeah how are those like side effects that you don't want to talk about going? Exactly. So basically, this isn't the first time they have attempted to do this. I was at the protests when the NDP tried to do a land grab with the... Here we go again. <laughs> Here we go again. 
So this is where these 50-minute cities become a bit of an issue, right? Is because, for one, there's not going to be any transparency whatsoever. There's going to be absolutely none. It's going to be them just jamming shit through, regardless of how you feel about it, and you're just supposed to sit back and take it. If people don't see how 50-minute cities are a fucking terrible idea, I don't really know what else to tell you. And they're trying to make it seem like a great thing, right? They're trying to give you this weird, like, dystopian Hunger Games view of the world, right? Where they're essentially going to, you know, market it as though, look, everything is right within 15-minute radius of you walking. You can walk within 15 minutes and get anything you need. Everything is there. Why would you ever need to leave? Why would you ever need to leave? Because we're going to design a smart city or a 15-minute city. And then watch. There's going to be tolls to leave. They're going to be able to monitor when you go and when you come back. They're going to start adding tariffs and shit like that to go in. You're going to see some crazy shit happen in the very near future. And just remember that the conspiracy theorists are the ones who told you. We aren't saying this because we don't want things local to people. And, you know, you hear people online like, oh, well, downtowns used to have, you know, everything that you needed down there. And it was great. Yes. But when you went downtown to do your shit, nobody ever told you where you could go thereafter. Nobody would ever give you a distance of how far you were allowed to travel thereafter. They would just allow you to do whatever you wanted. And you could just go see your friends downtown, grab your coffee, grab your groceries, go home and go about your day. That is no longer going to be the way that this is. This is all about control. It's been about control for many, many, many years. And some of us have been screaming this from the fucking rooftops. But I think that COVID was finally, you know, a way to wake people up to exactly what is going on and how far they are willing to go. How much these, you know, fucking media companies are willing to you know, totally run to bat for all of these pharmaceutical companies, for all of these government entities, for all of these agencies and these corporations. The media is bought and owned and there is nothing that you can say about it. Look at who they're funded by. Look who bails them out. Look who pays them. Look exactly at the funding that they receive. Look at who's giving that to them. And then tell me what message they're going to fucking give out to the public. Tell me exactly who they're going to jump to bat for. Do you think they're going to jump to bat for you? Come on, son. If somebody was paying you very fucking handsomely, do you think that you are going to go anywhere else? Do you think you're going to go against these people? Or do you think that maybe, just maybe... You're going to do exactly what you're told because that's what's good for you. Because if you don't, your company might fall. Right? But what has happened is now they are being leveraged as a propaganda arm. That's exactly what has happened. They are now the propaganda arm. And they know that the... It's way harder to convince people with force than it is to manipulate them and play the mind game and allow you to... You know, configure their mind and slowly, slowly, you know, use something called predictive programming to truly deal the damage, to truly be what manipulates people into wanting to do the, the, the things that are completely fucked up that they normally never do when they're in a good place of thought. When they're in a place where they are of sound mind, there are things that they would never, ever do. But you feed them a little bit of manipulation. You fuck their head up just enough, and you can make people do whatever it is that you want them to do. And that's why the war on information has been the most successful war that we have seen to date. You don't need bombs. You don't need guns. You need information. And the people will start to do it for you. They will do the shunning for you. What did you see over the last three years? Well, what you saw largely was a bunch of people that got together, that were the majority at the time, the louder majority at the time, that were, you need to wear a mask, you need to get a shot, or you're a granny killer. 
and all of them parroted the same shit. And there's plenty of videos, plenty of videos where you can see these things happening in real time, right? Where you can see how these news anchors have been completely fucking manipulated and doing the manipulating for society. And it's been pretty fucking odd, to be honest with you. It's been a, it's been a sight to see. So there's a, there's an account on Instagram that uh, I follow and uh, the account is at still shining bitches. Um, she's pretty fucking cool. She's, she's definitely uh, in the know when it comes to what's going on in the world. And now that we have the, visuals maybe i could pop this up for you guys right here here we go so you guys can see this and let's hit play and you guys can listen to this this is insane in the future our cities will be much more than just places to live in the future is here and it's real introducing the new maraba the world's largest modern downtown Designed with people at its heart. Helping make Riyadh one of the top 10 most livable cities in the world. And at its center, a new icon, the Mukar. And it's so funny, too, that if you guys know anything about Saturian cults and stuff, I'm trying to actually get a couple of guests on to come on and talk about this. I may get David Whitehead back on to speak about this. But these Saturian cults who have put things like the obelisks and the black cubes everywhere around the world, it's really funny that this you know, centerpiece of this 15-minute city is, is a cube, no different than the Mecca. world's first immersive experiential destination ah and you see how they frame it they frame it almost like it's a vacation spot you hear the advertising they're using listen to it it's manipulative a gateway to another world at a scale that's unprecedented and unforgettable where you'll feel wonder amazement and your heart race as you dine with gentle giants. Explore a world of magic. Or live on Mars. Where your retail experience is completely reimagined. And you feel at home in another world. This is the new face of Riyadh. A gateway to another world. In the f- Man, <laughs> let's shrink this back down. Dude, if you don't see how this is going to just create something that nobody actually wants, but they will convince people that, you know, they, they definitely want this. It's it's become something that you're starting to see parroted a lot more now on the news. They all sound the same. All of these talking heads in the TV sound the fucking same. Nobody has a mind of their own. They just do what they're told. And it's easier that way. So the caption for this post she wrote, 15-minute smart cities are coming in hot. The latest is the cube-shaped new Maraba. This one, like all the rest, parrots the exact same globalist verbiage. Sustainable, people-centric, environment, environmentally friendly. Everything you need within a 15-minute walking distance. To unassuming NPCs, this will sound like utopia. To those of us who know what is really going on, it is the epitome of a dystopian nightmare. 
Notice the huge emphasis on the virtual reality component of these 15-minute cities. I hate to say it, but it's definitely going to happen. The word smart itself is just characteristics in displaying and explaining a surveillance system. That's all it is. It's all just surveillance. It's digital surveillance. That's how they're going to use it. And they've masked it all with the word convenience. Everything is going to be convenient right there, fast, instant, now. You know what I mean? That That's what they do. That's what they do. They manipulate you to think that if something is fast, it's easier. Don't worry about it. And you see how nonchalantly they're bringing everything into you. It's like, yeah, man, don't worry. It's all good. You're going to have everything you want. So close to home. Don't worry. It's all right there. We're doing this for you. We're making your life easy. Then they'll start giving government, you know, government assistance. They'll start giving government programs and grants for those who comply. And then it starts to sweeten the pot. And because, I mean, you're not going to catch any fucking bees with shit instead of honey. It's much easier to put out the honey and watch the bees come. So that's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to, you know, Make this sound like something that you just cannot miss out on and people will get FOMO. And that's exactly how you start to manipulate the masses into going whatever direction that you decide to fucking get the shepherd to herd the sheep into. And this is, none of this is to be ignorant. None of this is to sound egotistical. This is all just fact. It's truth. There's nothing that you can do about what is happening. And you know what's crazy to me is people will not get upset at the ones who are lying to them. They'll get the upset at the ones that are exposing the lie. Now imagine getting mad at somebody for paying attention and trying to warn you about something that is going to happen that is not in your best interest. And you getting mad at that person rather than the people that are on the news that are paid to fucking lie to you. That are lying to your face. That are giving you all kinds of bullshit. They're selling you a false reality and having you believe that it's affecting your life. And the people that aren't getting paid to do anything, we're just concerned about the existence of you know our, our, our future, of humanity, of our children and what we're trying to bring into the future future we have concerns we're not getting paid for this it's free shit we just want to see humanity flourish and what is happening is these elitists are not allowing it to and their fucking talking figureheads are not doing anything other than keeping your mind shackled in these fucking chains i don't know what else to tell you so here's randy hillier talking about what 15 minute city living is a lot like and i actually fucking lol real hard out loud to this one this one was genuinely good. What is a 15-minute city? So come on in, let me show you what a 15-minute community looks like. Well, I'm excited to see this, Randy, because you always break things. So for those that are only listening, Randy Hillier is a Canadian politician who has been speaking out against all of this shit since the very beginning, since it started. And right now he is opening up a chicken coop with uh, chickens in it, explaining the 15-minute city. Down into nice practical ways, right? Here we go. These residents of the of the 15-minute community, they're not locked in, but they just stay there. They're free to come and go, but they don't. So let's take a step inside. Everything they need in their life is right here in their 15-minute community. A water bowl, a feed tray, <laughs> They own nothing, but they are exceptionally happy. And how often have you heard that? 
How often have you been told that you will own nothing and be happy? You owning nothing and being happy is exactly how they have advertised everything to you. The WEF, Klaus Schwab, has made it very, very, very clear that you will own nothing and you'll be happy. Why own anything? Leave it to us. And let me explain to you why this is. Do you know why owning nothing and being happy seems very, very appealing to people? Well, it's because people's anxieties are eased. They're at ease. They take your anxiety about anything that is going to happen in the future and they ease it by telling you that don't worry about it. You don't need all this angst. You don't need all these feelings of being anxious. It's okay. We've taken care of everything. Don't worry about your groceries. Don't worry about your rent. Don't worry about all of these, you know, expenses. Don't worry. We got universal basic income. Everybody works. You know what I mean? Regardless whether you work or not, everybody gets the same amount of money. Why is that? Why do you think that that is the idea? Do you think that is genuinely for the equality of everybody? Hmm. Do you think that socialism and fucking communism is the way out of it? That's almost as crazy as believing in democracy and that somehow democracy works. Democracy is not for the people either. Do we need to say uh, stop sitting here and say, oh, oh democracy, it's what? Yeah, democracy is the biggest fucking hopium deal that you've ever heard of in your life. And you should probably stop. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, Yorko. All of us know how important our health is, and Yorko has your health as its top priority. From white pine tincture to give you that daily dose of high-quality vitamin C and boost the immune system, to all-natural healing salves and soaps for day-to-day -day use. Everything is all-natural, handcrafted, and 100% all-Canadian with zero harmful ingredients. We all know almost all store-bought products and over-the-counter medications are causing a world of problems for us and our families. So keep you and your family safe with all-natural herbal remedies from Yorko. Visit www.realyorko.com and enter the discount code 7SHOW for 10% off your purchase. That's www.realyorko.com and enter the discount code 7SHOW for 10% off of your purchase. Now back to the pod. Standing up for it. But socialism, communism, you think either one of them is going to work any better? Come on, son. Give your head a shake. And you know how happy they are is by how many eggs they produce. And it's so wonderful because I get to take all everything that they produce and they just keep producing. So let me go in here. And here we go. Each of them have their own house. Now, in a 15-minute community, you don't get a lot of variation in housing. They're all pretty much the same. But we can take a look and collect their production. There's a few. There's a few more. And there we go. And they're none the wiser. And, and they're happy. Yeah. I, I get to take what uh, they produce. They're free to come and go, but the world is so scary for them out there. They will never leave. I don't have... Now, there was a post that I seen before of a lion in a cage. And in the depiction was that this lion gets food... It gets water, gets medical help, 
gets taken care of. And it's in the cage. And it's so crazy that all the people that were in the comment sections were like, yeah, so the lion's being taken care of. He's guaranteed food. He's going to live long. And then right under it, there was a picture of another lion free doing whatever it wants. Yeah, it's not guaranteed a meal. Yeah, it's not guaranteed water. Yeah, it's not guaranteed medical care. But it's free. And there's something to be said for being free. Just because somebody gives you all of the things that you feel are essential to life, just because they will ease the anxiety of your next meal, it will always hold you away and take away your ability to be the best version of you, to be the best version of yourself, to be what you could be. They are trying to take that away and turn you into nothing but a number. They are trying to fucking unionize society. That's exactly what they're trying to do. They're trying to create a number for you. You will do what you're told because you don't have any anxieties. And let me tell you something. Anxiety. Depression. These are all something that is a privilege to have. You know, there's so many places in the world where life is so tough for people that they don't have the privilege of being anxious or depressed. They have to keep it moving. They have to keep going. At the end of the day, it goes back to that old saying. Right? The hard men create, you know, easy times. Easy times create weak men. Weak men create hard times. And the cycle just continues. And here we are. Here we are. Weak men have created hard times. And hopefully these hard times are going to create hard men. So that the hard men can create the easy times again. And hopefully we can figure it out and we can stop with this fucking cycle. Everybody's so tired of this cycle. How much longer are we going to do this year after year after year after year before we start to realize that freedom isn't free? I know that many people feel like freedom is free and... You know, oh, well, it should be free. It should just be the way it is. We live in a free country. We live in a first world country. Like, dude, you ever been to a third world country? A third world country (laughs) seems more sophisticated in so many ways. As in, sure, they don't have the technology or anything anything like that. But what they do have is the the emotional wherewithal. You know, they, they they know exactly where they stand. They know how to treat their neighbor. They take care of each other. Like, there's something to be said for the value of the human condition and people taking care of other humans in order to watch humanity, you know, forward itself instead of listening to these fucking idiots constantly just spoiled brats who don't know anything about th- their own bodies, you know? They, they just eat themselves out of a body and sit here and bitch about what's fair and unfair within the system. And that's the society that we live in. So what I love... Speaking of my blue collar brothers, is these people who come up with these solutions like this, and I, I do this video really, really hit home, and I'm gonna play this for you guys because this was amazing, man. This is showing that the blue collar workers truly have the ability to make a big change. Then after this video, we'll kind of discuss the pros and cons and how they may be able to get around this. But for now, I mean, th- this video was amazing, and uh, I really think you guys should, uh, you know, show this dude some support here. Well, it occurred to me that, you know, there's a lot of untapped horsepower in the uh, working class. I mean, this is where all the skilled trades reside. This is where all the truck drivers are. This is where all the mechanics are. 
We've got a lot of horsepower. The problem is we don't organize well. For some reason, we're just shit organizers, but I'm going to help with that. Yeah. See, as of uh, yesterday evening, I am the proud owner of a domain name called bluecollarboycott.com. And as of this morning, I've already reached out to some nerdy types because uh, that's not me. I, I can't build websites. I'm a knuckle-dragon hammer swigger. So I have uh, reached out to some tech types to get a platform launched. And uh, what I envision is that uh, we will begin to post information about uh, organizations, individuals, woke-ass corporations, uh, what projects they're doing, and take a hard look at whether or not we want to staff those projects. <laughs> Think about it. We literally get up every day and strap our boots on and go out and build our own prison, don't we? How do you think they're going to build 15-minute cities without people to pull cable and install cameras and install license plate readers and erect the poles and pour the foundations and put the fucking gates up? How are they going to do any of that if people just refuse to staff those projects? And we call out the companies that are taking the contracts to do that kind of shit and refuse to work for those companies. Yeah, boycott, man. We need to bring some Teamsters Union Energy to the skilled trades. Like if you're a truck driver, what are you hauling? Where are you hauling it to? You know who it's for? Man, I absolutely fucking love, 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 love this idea. And if you guys haven't, it's called uh, bluecollarboycott.com. And you can add your email there for updates. If you haven't already, make sure that you visit that website, man. And this guy brings up a lot of good points. If you don't have people there to pull cable and install lighting and install the infrastructure of the fucking plant itself, then how are they going to do it? They can't because when the blue collar worker says that they are not going to staff something because you have gone full woke fucking crazy, right? You have gone off the fucking deep end. You, you, you've you mentally gone off-roading and nobody knows what you're doing anymore. Well, then, you know, somebody has to stand up. And this actually has a lot to do with like the convoy. Right, and I do remember the convoy, and I know a lot of people feel a lot of ways about the convoy, and everybody thinks that it was all good. Something that some think that it was all bad, but one thing that we can all agree on is that you know the people finally stood up in a way that made sense. The people finally, you know, got together and and didn't go to war. What they did was they actually you know just created something where you know the the average person had a say, where they could finally say, you know what, man, the the government overreach and the fact that you're not listening, you're not willing to speak to us, you're not willing to sit there and listen to us. All you're doing is constantly fucking walking on us. So we have to make a power play. We have to make sure that there is something that we can do that can get you to come out here and fucking speak to us. And that's what the convo was for. You know, watching people come together. Sure, there was a lot of shit happening in the background that was fucking absolutely ridiculous. But welcome to, you know, the way humanity is. Welcome to the human condition. People are opportunistic. Kind of just how it goes, right? There's there's always people that will, you know, are willing to take deals and do things that they shouldn't do. And there's a lot of people that, you know, show up to these things just for a photo op that don't actually give a fuck about what's going on in the world. But hey, here we are, right? Here we are. And there, there was a lot of good that came out of the convoy. And, and that was actually what I felt the convoy was about, was just making sure that if you're not going to listen one way, you're going to listen another. And sure, they had to shut down, you know, a whole fucking city for it. But it kind of is what it is, man. You should have listened. All you had to do was listen. What I love about what this guy is saying is, you know, if we're not going to show up to build the actual infrastructure and then create the backbone of what you're trying to do with these 15-minute cities, then you can't do it. And listen, there's some absolute fucking turds out there. And a lot of them are like these red wave MAGA conservatives. You know, I'm not a conservative. I'm not a liberal. I don't even think I'm in the middle. I'm in the I just want to be left the fuck alone to, uh, you know, do as I please and, and live a good life and do better for humanity. 
You guys can have the fucking politics. I have no interest in any of that. I never have. I never will. The only time I ever voted in my life was when the PPC was here in Canada, and I actually went to go sit down, listen to this man speak about his campaign. And what I loved about his campaign was I was looking at another man who was speaking just like me, who worked hard just like me, who was a person that felt just like me, who felt backstabbed by the government just like me, who wanted to see people succeed just like me. So there was a lot of very, you know, grassroots in that movement. So I definitely went on board, and it was so crazy because all of the candidates for PPC definitely were on the same wavelength as that and not one of them got a single fucking seat anywhere there were the only people that were out there campaigning everybody else just had their signs out front of people's houses the ppc was out there making noise rallies events like they were going crazy there's no fucking way right there's no way that they didn't even get one seat but they didn't because there is a system and a club and it's a big club and you ain't in it compliments to george carlin now, for the people that, you know, these red wave, you know, conservative mega types that are like, oh, so we counter cancel culture with cancel culture. Let me explain something to you goofs. Okay. The ones that come into the comment section and say this shit. Yeah, I called you goofs. All right. Because you are. You're a bunch of fucking goof troops. You guys don't have any brains in your fucking heads whatsoever. Cancel culture is people that are upset that people are not following the woke agenda. You understand? Now, I wouldn't expect a conservative, you know, typically to, to to know what I'm talking about because you guys are really good at fucking losing. You guys are terrible at winning anything. You guys do politics. Yeah. You know, like your people relations are good, but your politics suck. And that's why you're going to get steamrolled forever until you figure this out. Cancel culture is to cancel somebody for their belief system. What this gentleman is trying to have happen is to shut down something that is going to fucking imprison you before it happens. So if it is something that you are not a fan of, simply don't support it. But the problem is you get a lot of the people on the right that think that, oh, well, we can't beat cancel culture with cancel culture. It's like, well, you've been trying to beat fucking fire with a goddamn stick for years now, and it's not working. Look at the fucking state of the West. Look at the state of the world. Do you think we care? Do you think we care how we fight this thing? We need to come up with a game plan that works. And the game plan that works is when the people finally stand up. When the working class finally stands up and says that they've had enough. We see the writing on the wall. We know what these 15-minute cities are for. The same way we knew what the vaccinations were for. We knew what the lockdowns were for. We knew what the masks were for. We knew what all of these... You know, we, we knew what the race agenda was for. We, <laughs> Dude, this has been going on for years. Just because somebody sees the writing on the wall doesn't make them a bad person. Doesn't make them a conspiracy theorist. Doesn't make them some crazy right-wing extremist. It's just somebody who has the ability to fucking recognize patterns and see that we don't want to be going down that fucking road anymore. We get tired of doing the same shit, so we try to raise our voices. We try to make sure that we do something about it. Now you get his idiots in your comment section talking about, oh, how it's cancel culture. And it's like, dude, you've been canceling yourself by doing absolutely fucking nothing. That's the truth. So you could call it cancel culture. You could call it, you know... Uh, doing exactly what the enemy's doing and it's like look man you're gonna have to do what the enemy's doing you're gonna show up to a gunfight with bananas and grapes you're gonna show up to a knife fight with a fucking soother in your hand a baby soother 
You're going to show up to a, a biochemical weapons fight with some fucking baby formula. Some Febreze. Like, that's how you sound. And then it's like, oh, if you don't walk in with the Febreze, if you don't walk in with the bananas and fruits, if you don't go to war with people with heavy artillery, with your little lollipops and fucking hopes and dreams, then you're just like them. Cool, bro. If that's what you really think, <laughs> then we have nothing to speak about. Then my page isn't for you. My platform isn't for you. Common sense isn't for you. Logic isn't for you. There becomes a point in which you can fight differently. You can do things with honor. But you still got to fight. Like this is the problem with society these days is that everybody seems to think that you're just going to be able to peacefully roll everybody over by just saying, well, that's not right. Nah, sometimes you got to get into the courtroom. You know what I mean? Sometimes you actually have to go to the school. Sometimes you actually have to go to the fucking, you know, all of the the conferences and, and you know, these, these spaces where you can speak at events and speak the mind of the populace. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people out there that, uh, you know, call themselves men. And I'm really disappointed in what has happened to the men, but they're rising. They're rising, and unfortunately, we had the red pill community come in and absolutely just fuck men over, man. The red pill community is single-handedly done to men what, what, what porn has done to sex, and I can't stand it, and we'll do a whole fucking episode. I could do literally a whole hour block just talking about the bullshit of this red pill manosphere community, man. Like, nothing is all bad. But holy fuck. You know what I mean? Like they've gone off the complete fucking deep end with their shit. And I'm just done with it, man. I'm I'm entirely done with it. And for all those red wave people who, you know, Trump this, Trump's gonna save you, Trump is gonna listen to this. I got a little something for you. Pay attention. We should hold a contest to charter up to ten new cities and award them to the best proposals for development. In other words, we'll actually build new cities in our country again. These freedom cities will reopen the frontier, reignite American imagination, and give hundreds of thousands of young people and other people, all hardworking families, a new shot at home ownership and, in fact, the American dream. Well, well, now, if you were going to think logically about what was just said, what would you think? Would you think that this man is here to save the free world? Would you think that this man is the end-all, be-all? Or would you think that maybe there is a system, and the system is something that if you do not understand, if you do not know what is happening in the system, if you do not, if, if you're too busy, you know, worried about fucking, you know, sports ball and hockey players and basketball and football, and you don't care to look at the way the system is run or how it's designed, then you keep fucking sleeping. But let me explain to you, you know, a little bit of entry-level shit. Politics, all politics, all politicians are all in on the game. They're all in on the game, including Trump. That's going to make a lot of people mad, but that's the truth. Listen to me very carefully. He created a way that was so anti-left, right? And then they used the media to smear him. They, 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 to, they own the courts. They own, every, they own the entire chessboard. 
So they put out a couple of pawns, and then they give you a knight, like Trump, to come in, make you feel like the knight in shining armor has come to save you. Meanwhile, he's just saying everything that you want to hear that makes him seem like he is anti-establishment, but there is not an anti-establishment bone in this man's fucking body. It is all a show. It is what it is. Oh, no, you're wrong, bro. You're wrong. Oh, am I? Who warp speed the, the, the vaccines that are, you know, causing a lot of harm? And the only people that were saying that you shouldn't be taking these are the conspiracy theorists who turned out to be right. Or the scientists and doctors and PhDs and all those people who put their fucking balls on the line, their lives on the line, their reputations as their licenses. Those are the people that you can respect. Those are people that lost it all. But what happens to a guy like this? You know what he did? You know what he was used for? He was used as an element of predictive programming to make you feel as though everything that he said was sent straight from God himself. And they have been using that method for years. They have been giving you a hero. Let me help you understand something. If they want to give you a hero, if you are expecting a hero and you think it's going to come from any of the establishment, they will provide a hero for you. And that is exactly what Trump was. He was the hero that was provided for you to believe in. But the problem is, well... That he was part of the problem. He gave you guys the vaccines and you bought it. You thought it was the greatest thing in the world. Because humanity and human life doesn't mean as much to people as being politically correct. As supporting your political party. Do you see what the fuck has happened to you? Do you see what has happened to humanity? People don't even care about themselves anymore. And this is what I've said about the freedom movement. That a lot of these people now... The problem was we just let everybody in. There was no sort of testing. There was no sort of, you know... Talking about it. There was no interview process. You just let everybody in. Yeah, yeah, come on in. And then they just flooded the gates. And now you have all of these people that just want the freedom to remain fuck-ups. Who want the freedom to remain within the grasp of the system. And we've seen this everywhere. And there's very few that actually understand what I'm saying. A lot of people make you feel as though you're speaking fucking nonsense. But it's not rocket science. They gave you a guy. Right? The guy didn't really do much. Talk like he did. Do a whole lot. Right? Came in. Told you that he was doing this thing. I'm giving you a vaccine. It's going to save lives. Blah, 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 blah. Gives you the vaccines. Vaccines are completely ineffective hurting people all over the fucking place, then advocates for the smart cities. They are part of the plan, and all they needed was your confirmation. All they needed was for you to sit there and do your little song and dance with them and sing Kumbaya, believing the shit that they are fucking selling you. Because you're on that side. Because you believe in Trump. Oh, he's been arrested. Oh, the media smeared him. I want all of you guys, for one moment, to understand that the Pirates, the pirates, were the first merchants. And now that's why they run America. Right? Now, the company that owns 10 to 15% of every single sale in the world is a company named Vanguard, who is tied into the BlackRock Group. They are both one and the same. Do you know what happens? You know what happens? They own everything. 10 to 15% of 
every single thing that you purchase. Everything. From tweezers to fucking forklifts. Everything. Everything. And what's their logo? The pirate ship. I'd like you to look at who else they own. And when you see that they own CNN and Fox, and then when you look at the investors and they're all the same, they're all owned by the same fucking corporate entities and are used as nothing other than a way and a means of dividing the people. Do you really think? Ask yourself the question. Do you really think that if they didn't want somebody like Trump in that he ever would have got in? Or do they just do it to give contrast? <laughs> it's really crazy that people don't understand this. It's really crazy that this has become uncommon knowledge. Where everybody actually still believes in politics. They believe in voting. They believe in all of the... And look, hey, if you want to... See, here's the difference between somebody who actually believes in freedom. If I disagree with you, if I can't stand you, if I don't like what you're saying, now, unless you aren't a pedophile, I agree with your right to say and do as you please. As long as you aren't harming anybody, do as you please. And I'll fight for your right to do it. Granted, nobody's getting harmed, like I said. But the problem is, with the left and the right and the conservatives and the liberals and all that shit, we're not understanding. <laughs> is that they all sit down at the end of the day and have tea. There is no voting. There is no system. There is just a group of people that play a role to give you the illusion of choice. Politics is not the actual decision-making process. The president is not. The prime minister is not. The orders come from way up above. So if you'd like to vote and shit, go ahead. That's your fr You're free to do as you please. Do it. Absolutely do it. Enjoy. If you feel that it is a fundamental right of yours, go ahead and do it. If you feel that it makes a decision or, or some sort of a difference, rather, go ahead and do it. But don't complain about the result later on. And I know that people say, oh, well, if you don't vote, then you can't, you know, talk about the results later on. And you can't you, like they, they try to say the same thing. But I always I always turn that on them and say, well, you can't complain about what's going on because you have already said that you don't like the circus. You have admitted that the circus is in town. And I don't know why the fuck you keep funding the circus. Every time you walk by, you keep walking in, you keep paying admission, but you want the circus to get. How the fuck do you expect the circus to leave town if they're constantly being funded to stay in the fucking town? Bomb the crazy one. Right. So last video, and it's another politician, but at least there is a message. And look, like everything else, there's good and there's bad everywhere. Nothing is always good. Nothing is always bad. There's always a duality with everything. And I know that people are going to say, oh, it's conservative. And that's why you put shut up. Okay. I posted this because what he's saying makes a lot of sense. Listen carefully. Ultimately, cash is king. I mean, if you can hold it in your hand, you have power over that. The minute it's all digitized, somebody else 
is going to have control over that, and it's just a question of are they going to let you live your life or are they going to decide to do things uh, to circumvent uh, what you want to do. And think about what we've already seen. In Canada, you remember when the truckers were protesting the vax mandates, you know, they had banks. Some of the, the government seized some of, froze some of their banks. You had charities that were trying to help these guys, and that was frozen. So we've already seen government really overstep its bounds, as it is in the, in the banking situation and financial sector that we have now. Can you imagine if we went to something like a central bank digital currency? So I'm glad that we're uh, at the tip of the sphere on this. I think it's really important that states stand up to fight back against some of the things um, that are going on, well, most of the things that are going on right now in Washington, uh, because they don't have your best interests at heart. Uh, they have their own power at heart. Uh, they have their own agenda that they're looking to advance. And so I think this will be great legislation. I look forward. We're already talking to the leaders in the legislature. I think this is something that is going to happen, and I look forward to being able to sign it into law uh, later this year. Okay. Boom fucking mic drop and i really don't care how you feel about the guy i don't care you know even though i feel the way i feel about politics that kind of shit is exactly what you need you need people to hear it you need to hear it and regardless whether you agree or not look you once you hear something that becomes true and it becomes something that is very very you know prevalent apparent and tangible in your life you can't avoid it anymore because what he's saying right now people are like ah you know just another paranoid you know fucking uh, conspiracy theory he's on the right wing so he must be blah 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 but at the end of the day what he just said is all facts and you're all gonna feel it regardless of the side that you pick you can pick whatever side you want but you are going to feel the wrath of what is about to happen in the west there's no denying that it's coming it's fucking coming if you think that it's not you're delusional it is what it is so i'd actually like to end this episode off with a little bit of congratulating the people who have been able to kind of see what is coming, who have avoided the shots, who didn't fold to any of the propaganda. And the reason I want to congratulate you guys is because you guys are the ones who had the balls to stick it out and say fucking no and give people an example of what to follow in their lives. I know it's been a hard road. I know it's been a long road. I know that there, you know, you guys have been up against everything. The odds have been against you. They've been stacked against you. But what we've done is created a family. What we've done is created a huge group of working middle class and lower class individuals who have all got together to fight the the elite class. And now, you know, the upper class is starting to hop on board because they're seeing that the overreach is not just a myth. It's not a conspiracy theory. Remember that conspiracy theory is just a term that somebody will use to discredit you whenever they do not have an argument strong enough to throw back at you. That is all conspiracy theory is. They will call you the conspiracy theory so that they do not have to back up their own bullshit. It automatically discredits your argument. And if you just allow that to happen, then they will allow it to continue. So what you do is you need to say, oh, well, really? Well, what's the case? And you need to start to actually argue your point. Granted, you should only do that in a scenario where somebody is willing to either, you know, even listen to what you're saying. If they're not willing to, there's no point in having that conversation and you should just walk away because your time is worth more than you being correct. So guys, from the convoy to the last three years, to the pandemic, to the battle against this crazy trans agenda, to the 
you know, everything that is being pushed on to our kids, to the corrupt food system, to everything. I want to thank you guys and congratulate you on being strong enough to constantly do your homework and to make sure that you are always on the right side of history because uh, at the end of the day, you guys are the ones that kicked off this resistance that we see growing so much every day. And uh, I think that you guys should all be very, very proud of yourselves and, and congratulate yourselves and pat yourselves on the back for everything that you've accomplished. I've been in this 18 years, and I'll tell you right now that I haven't seen, you know, this many people, uh, you know, come together for the, the, the same cause. Just remember, guys, they shot themselves in the foot with this one. They created, you know, pro-vax and anti-vax and pro-mask and anti-mask, and that narrative crumbled. And in that, they got rid of the race war. They got rid of a lot of the identity politics, and the only people that are still playing it are the 1% that wants to see the world in shambles. Don't let them do it keep strong and just remember the one saying that i live by and i would love for all of you guys to live by it too <clears throat> and that saying is what other people think of you is none of your business fuck them let them think whatever they want of you there's no need for you to go out there and fight every single battle and try to prove yourself right it's easy enough to let them just try to explain themselves and everything that they're explaining proves itself wrong so i thank every one of you guys i hope every one of you guys enjoyed this episode See you guys on episode 7. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to The Real 7 Show. If the pod is something that you enjoyed, please feel free to give me a follow at Real 7 Show on Instagram. You can also find me on Telegram at t.me slash s3v3nways. And I'll see you next time at The Real 7 Show.